Welcome to Highland Objects, podcasts that take you on a cultural tour of the Highlands and Islands of Scotland. Bonus podcast number three for All Hallows Eve, the story of Janet, Nine Gibbygow and the Witch Pricker. Listen if you dare. My name is Jason Eubich from Tain and District Museum. And since I've been running or taking people around Tain on horrible history tours and it's almost Halloween, I thought I would share one of the stories with you all. This story begins in the early 1660s, a time when Scotland was in the grip of what's known as the Little Ice Age and King Charles II had just been restored to the throne after a long and bloody civil war. His restoration did little help as Scotland soon became gripped in witch hunt hysteria, and Tame was no exception to this. An entry on the 18th of March 1662 in the Tame Borough Books notes that today we consider it necessary to call for a trial of witches to this borough. It is ordered that an address be made to the magistrate of Inverness and their advice taken. The witch trier is thought to have been requested to examine a poor old lady, Janet Nine Gibbygow, who had been imprisoned in Tame's old tobos for almost two years. The first reference to Janet is on the 27th of February 1660, when her family and friends are fined for giving her aid. It is only an entry from three years later that we learn that Janet was imprisoned and accused of witchcraft, or as they describe it, the odious crime of sorcery. In April of 1662, after Janet had been imprisoned for over two years, the borough decides to write to Inverness requesting a trial of witches. Two years spent, not in the Tobos itself, but more likely in the Black Hole, a pit for dangerous criminals that was located not too far from our little museum. This request in March is likely the reason for the arrival in Tain, only a month later, of John Dick, the witch pricker. We unfortunately learn little more of poor Janet, but on arrival in Tain, John Dick, the pricker, turned on the wrong person. He pricked or examined John Hay, a court messenger from Tane. His complaint to the Privy Council shed some light on what happened next and the horrific treatment that Janet would no doubt have endured. The 66-year-old John petitioned the government claiming he had been accused of witchcraft by a distracted woman, perhaps Janet, and informing them that for three score years he had lived regularly without any scandal as can be testified by several credible persons. Yet such hath been the unreasonable and boundless fury of some malicious enemies that they bribed a cheating fellow named John Dick to fix a blot of perpetual infamy upon the petitioner by shaving all the parts of his body and torturing him thereafter, pricking him to the great effusion of his blood with much torture to his body. The examination they both likely endured involved pricking the body with long brass pins. If the poor victim did not bleed or feel pain, then they would be denounced a witch in league with the devil and no doubt condemned to a grisly death. John Hay, who is now confined to his deathbed by a cruel and joint tortures of body and affliction of spirit, claimed that Dick had already pricked many people to death and that he had no legal right to carry out this kind of torture. He demanded Dick's arrest 
while asking the council to restore his good name. The council found that John Hay had been unjustly proceeded against and therefore do restore him his good name and reputation as formerly and ordered their judgment to be proclaimed at the market cross of Tame, whilst the orders were sent out for John Dick's arrest. He was eventually captured and imprisoned in the Tolbooth of Edinburgh. Here, remarkably, it was discovered that John Dick was really a woman named Christian Cadell, who had for several years been dressing as a man in order to take on the well-paid job of a witchfinder. Christian admitted on examination that she did not prick her victims to tell if they were witches, but could tell by just looking into their eyes. Although this itself was like witchcraft, she was spared the grisly fate of some of her victims, when on the 4th of May 1663 she was sentenced to be transported to the plantations of Barbados and never heard of again. The last reference to poor Janet Knight Gibby Gow the Tame Borough Books comes in April of 1663, just a month before Christian's sentence. She is still imprisoned at Tame, and they note she is likely going to starve for want of maintenance, ordering her to be maintained daily by bread and water. Janet, a poor elderly victim of superstition, has been arrested, denied any help from her family and friends, accused of witchcraft, likely faced the horrific treatment of the witch pricker and is starving in prison three years after her initial arrest. But ultimately, her fate is unknown. <laughs> Highland Objects is brought to you by Expo North Heritage, which is supported by Museums and Heritage Highland, Museums Gallery Scotland, Creative Scotland, Highlands and Islands Enterprise and Historic Environment Scotland.